And we're back with Brews and Reviews. I got Cole here. I got, I'm Jake, and uh, Joel couldn't make it. Shocking. But um, this time he's actually not here. Yeah, I'm like waiting but for him to like chime in. we are talking about Zach. <laughs> just comes in like. So we are talking about the Snyder Cut of Justice League, a movie that I wanted to hate. Man, did I want to hate this movie that it came out. But I have to tell you, I really liked it. I don't know. Like is a strong word for this movie. No, love. Love is a strong word. Like is not. I don't know. Both of them are start with L and they're four letters. I like would be a tough one to. I don't know. Like would be a tough for this movie. Okay. So obviously, like the let, let's before we get into spoilers and everything else, what I want to talk about is so we both saw the original Justice League. You and I, Cole. Yep. And. I didn't like it. I, I like there was some good moments in it, but I was like, man, this feel like, like you, you jumped the gun too soon, D- DC. You wanted to make an Avengers movie, but you didn't do the like the the groundwork to make an Avengers movie. It's like you give me Cyborg, you give me all these characters that I'm supposed to like, but I have no interest in them. And I think that's what the Snyder Cut did better than anything else is that it actually gave a reason for these characters, and they gave them a lot more meat. I mean, there was definitely a lot more to the characters, but granted, it was in four hours, so I still think, you know, if you're talking about cost-benefit ratio, what you could have put into four hours would be a lot more than what you did put into four hours. Yeah. Time out for one second. <laughs> I know. Well, I will not give you a break, Jake. You never paused it, did you, son of a bitch? <laughs> um, there, was, there was a lot of thoughts I had when I was going to this movie. Like, the time length for our movie, yeah, I can I understand why. Like, this would not work in the theaters. It's a better movie. And it, if you've seen the original Justice League, you know, like, this has been changed. We know how it's going to end. But the villain is better and more fleshed out. The characters better and more fleshed out, more fleshed out, fleshed out, but, but what? I think not. No, I would I would agree with you there. As far as if I was going to the theater, they're like, "This is four hours," and I get an hour in, I'm like, "Okay, I have better things to do with my life." Yeah, we pretty much both have watched it. Like, you have to be like, "It's a horror movie. What time does it start? Six minutes and end." And <laughs> <laughs> there is no end. <laughs> <laughs> like you're. De- Definitely cheating on me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. But I, I am happy that. Well, actually, I have a couple problems with this movie, and now we're to get into spoilers. I would say, if you have HBO Max and you want to watch it, is if if you even remotely like the original Justice League, I would say see this movie. I think it's way better movie in comparison. I think it's better. Just make sure you have four hours. Yeah, it's like if you have four hours or even. An hour, four different times, maybe, but it's it's a lot for not that much better of a movie. A better movie, but not that much better of a movie. Hmm. Now we're gonna get into spoilers. Cause I think we're gonna talk about some stuff here, Cole. So if you haven't seen the movie, I say the Cole says maybe see it. So exactly. He's very very consistent. And actually, Cole, you were you were a big 
You went saw the original Justice League five times in theaters. Granted, you got it free, but still. Okay, yeah, rewind there. So I went. It was free because I had Movie Pass, which was a flash in the pan, where you just got to you know go to a movie. <laughs> Um, By but, the way, Movie Pass is coming back. Did you hear that? I didn't. Oh, well. I, I I canceled oh, it once. Might be a sponsor of future videos. <laughs> there we go. I canceled it once. It like they started jacking the prices up, but all my friends kept going to this movie. So I'm like, hey, I'll see. Like it's not the worst movie. And every every time I went, everybody was like, this movie's not very good. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't say it was good. I just said it's not the worst. No, there's definitely worse superhero films out there. Hashtag Daredevil. But, um, <laughs> I mean, there are some bad films, but, like, I guess, so I watched the movie between two days. I watched the f- first two hours. Like, there are definitely, like, because they have parts, and, like, he wants to be, like, a Quentin Tarantino, like, hey, we're going to put chapters. <laughs> yeah, I, that did not movie. help the movie at Which, all. No, it, it definitely didn't. And it kind of felt jarring, almost. Well, yeah, like, why are you stopping so here? Like, it's like, yeah, like, we know, like, instead of going to black, they're like, oh, crap, we can't go to black. We need text. Part six. <laughs> and then the title of them, too, they're like, part six. Twice over father. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Zack Snyder? Okay, so. Do you see at the end? What, what about the end? See at the end when he said, like, he says his daughter, like, the daughter's name of Zack Snyder who kills herself. Comes over the text. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude. I'm like, don't do that. I'm like, yeah. I get it. The internet allowed this movie to happen. But come on, man. But let's start where what they did right in this movie compared to the theatrical edition. All right. Top five favorite things of this movie. Go. And you can't use the one from the original Justice um, I know which one you're gonna put number one. The the best things about this movie for me that yeah weren't weren't the original were uh, the end scene. I thought the end scene was actually really good with the Joker. You set up like a whole new um, because well they're setting up injustice. So yeah, yeah, you're setting yeah, up injustice, and you had the whole thing with um, in Batman versus Superman. You had all these scenes that didn't make sense when you watched the Justice League. Like, okay, I remember seeing the Flash saying, like, uh, uh, Lois Lane is the key, and all these, like, weird scenes that you never, like, saw come to fruition. So that was like, okay, I see what you did here. I gotta stop you there because it was so funny when, like, he's like, oh, Lois Lane was the key. He's like, yeah, he brought back Superman, and Batman, being the negative Nancy that he is, is like, no, I think it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're just, what are you doing, man? Like, you literally have the answer, like, Lois Lane was the key. Yeah, she was the key to Superman. And this, this dude's just like, no, I think it's darker. Yeah, it was darker. He was right. <laughs> but he shouldn't have been. It made no sense why I would think that way. Because <laughs> he's the one so that had the vision. Sorry. But, like, the whole... That, that was one of the most giant moments for me. Is Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off again, <laughs> but, like, that was one of the most giant moments, is, like, I think it's darker. I'm like, I wonder if we're going to see something darker again. Like, sorry. (laughs) Yes, we did. But Jared Leto, definitely his, the best five minutes of him. Was that Jared Leto? Yeah. Was it? I I thought it wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I thought it was. Anyway, 
the best Joker that we've had in this universe, definitely, as far as whenever Jared Leto was doing his stuff in Suicide Squad and whatnot, that was not it. This was like, okay, you have this like cool little like cut scene that sets up the next movie. You have, I didn't really understand, which granted, that's probably because I'm not like a huge guy into like comics. I didn't understand who the character was that kept popping up in the movie. And then at the end was like, let me help you because Darkseid's coming. I don't know who that yeah, guy was. It, 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 so, did you ever play the game Injustice? No. Okay, well, here, here's my... This is probably the... I think the epilogue made me like this movie less. I say, like, at the end of the movie, like, after Super... You gotta admit, my, one of my top favorite parts, when Superman goes in there and he take, takes Stephen Wolf's axe to the shoulder and he says, not impressed. I'm like, oh, oh, oh buddy. <laughs> I'm like, yes! And he's wearing the black suit, and I love that because that was the only... One of the f- I never read comics as a kid, but I read The Death and Return of Superman. I played the video game before I saw the Zack Snyder cut, The Death and Return of Superman, and beat it. Never beat it as a kid, but this time I was like, no, I gotta go all in. And so seeing him in the black suit made me very happy, and I love what he did to Steppenwolf, but I feel like the epilogue almost kind of ruined the movie a little bit. See, to me, that made the movie. That was the best part of the movie. This is why we can't agree. That's why we have this podcast, so we can agree how you're wrong. <laughs> okay, but you said... No, but here's the problem. In the, in the Injustice storyline, because I played the video game, the Joker kills Lois Lane with a nuclear bomb, but then he also, like, Superman becomes evil because he finally breaks his one no-killing rule and just completely tears the Joker's heart out, and that's how he becomes evil. So how, how is it in this multiverse... That the Joker's still alive. Exactly. That's the whole point. Is you've set up so so many questions that you can answer in your next film. So you have. But he's not. But but here's the problem. We don't know if there's going to be a next film. There was going to be like they canceled the DCEU. Well, yes. But again, this is the Snyder cut. This is like what was made before they had the theatrical edition, which they didn't include. To me, that would have been one of those things that, like, why wouldn't you include that in the theatrical edition? I, I know you're trying to do stuff, but, like, you're setting, like, it was a good way to set it up where it was a cool interaction between Batman and the Joker, and you get this, like, hey, this is, like, you know, apocalypse, end time type stuff, what's going on here? And for someone like me that doesn't know all the all the storylines, it's like, hey, I didn't know who they were talking about or why stuff wasn't like that. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, Lois Lane died, and here comes Superman, now he's, like, coming for you. I'm like, hey, like, you've set something up for the future now. Yes, and I would agree with that if, the, again, the only big problem I have with it is that basically it was canceled. Now, granted, the Snyder Cut did come out. No one ever thought we'd ever see this movie before. Like, there's no way we're going to get the Snyder Cut. Um, But I felt like the epilogue's like, hey, internet, make my movie. Like type stuff, like like hey, like we have a lot of other stuff we can talk about, and I was like, ah, I mean, you kind of ruined like the end moment because like oh, there's still more, but there's probably not anymore, type stuff. I don't know. I I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was one of the few things that really got got you going as far as like hey, like let's let's set something up that's not I don't know like the whole thing that they set up with Dark Side. I, it made more sense that they did more stuff with the villain with Darkseid. Like, how they had Steppenwolf in the theatrical edition was just 
garbage. He was a terrible villain. He kept crying for his mama the whole time. But I now, I, are you talking about the original or this The one? original. Okay, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. He was a terrible villain. They actually fleshed him out. He's like, he had a reason for what he was doing, and it made a lot more sense. Like, I was really happy what they did with Steppenwolf. Which, granted, they basically had, like, a bigger, badder villain, so you have Thanos, that, like, chilling on the other side of the screen. No, but, Dar- but Darkseid, Darkseid is, like, biggest villain that I think the Justice League ever faced, only from the cartoons in that one book I read that one time when I learned how to read. <laughs> so, like <laughs> yesterday. But... <laughs> but, I, I, again, like, you know, I'm not a big fan at all of Batman vs. Superman. And I wasn't a fan of the Justice League. I'm like, you had so much in front of you. You had all, all these heroes you could flesh out. And I think the reason why I like this cut way more is that it is a, it, it feels like a whole different movie. Like they have like oh, yeah. a twenty minute opening credit scene. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the movie kept going on. The credits kept showing up. Like, wait, we're still in the opening credits. No, the the Flash. I believe he the Flash didn't show up in the movie for the first hour and fifteen minutes. But Superman. Oh, by the way, that CGI mustache was gone. Yeah, that was, that was definitely <laughs> way better. Like, I mean, that that's my top two favorite thing that they did. I'm like, oh, we didn't see crazy CGI mustache. I'm like, this is awesome. Which, this why couldn't clearly... they use this footage? I, I didn't understand that. Like, if you had... Well, I think, I think Josh Whedon got his hands on it. And they're like, oh, we got to make a two and a half hour movie. I'm like, yeah, we got to make a PC. We got to make it friendly to the kids and stuff like that. And it's like, I think most of this movie was on, like, this was Snyder's original vision. I feel that. Like, yeah. you can totally tell a difference in tone. You can totally tell a difference in the villain. You can totally... I think Josh Whedon like, oh, you made Avengers? But Avengers, like, the, MC, the MCU is way different than DCU, especially the Zack Snyder DCU that we got. Well, Like, it's way darker, and, it, and I don't think Josh Whedon should have ever put his hands on it. Well, no, and that's the thing that where you see, like, they did take so much from this movie. It's not like they redid it. They took most of the scenes... Yeah, like, all the scenes that you remember the first one when, like, Superman's just looking over, <laughs> following the Flash. Like, they keep they keep all the good ones. And actually, there was a couple scenes in there, like, when uh, Batman and Wonder Woman and I forgot the other person that ran away from the commissioner. He's like, oh, that's rude. I'm like, oh, that's definitely a Josh Whedon. But they kept it in. I'm like, maybe that was Snyder. <laughs> yeah. No, and yeah, you... Well, also... The one thing that I really missed from this movie, and I know it's a stupid thing because it didn't even make any sense in the first one, was... Don't make me hate you. Don't say what you're going to say. The song? The Everybody Knows song? Everybody Knows. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, man. You know you wanted that song. <laughs> I can't believe I knew exactly what you were saying. Like, you missed the intro credit song, don't you? Yeah, I did. I was like, come on, damn it. That was the one, like... To me, that felt like a bit of a Snyder thing, that, that scene that they put in the beginning. So I didn't understand exactly why it was there. It didn't make the most sense. But I was like, I really like this song. You like The the theatrical edition just had like this weird imbalance between Whedon and Snyder. And so you felt it clashing the whole movie where it's like... You, you, felt, you felt the original movie was disjointed. Like, yeah, like we have a dark movie with like a really light-sided sense of humor. And then like... The thing that I hated the most about the theatrical edition compared to this was the whole Batman. When Batman goes off to try to kill himself to kill all the uh, little 
parademons, and then they go save them. I was like, that was a part of the movie where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you don't, you didn't earn this. Like, is one thing in The Dark Knight Rises when Batman maybe doesn't want to continue living because he's like had three movies and like he's taken on all these villains. It's another thing if you're like. Batman hasn't really done anything that we've said in this movie, and he's just gonna like purposely sacrifice himself, and we need to talk him out of it. I'm like, no, this like that's where the movie fell really flat for me. I thought Batman was pretty useless in both of them, but he was annoyingly no, useless I, in the theatrical edition. And I see, I see, see, this is why I think you're wrong. Like, I felt Batman's guilt in this movie way more than the first one. I was like, I gotta make a team. But, like, you felt like it's like I effed up. And because of that, he's dead. And he's like, I need to make this team to save the world because I messed up because I was too old and crotchety or whatever the hell his reasoning was. But I, I felt, I think every single, every single character in the flash, the flash is way more used in this movie. Like he comes to save the day and they actually set it up. Like I said, like all the characters felt like they were supposed to be there. And we actually cared about them this time. That's how I felt. But I mean, if it didn't hit with you, I get it. Not Batman. I thought even. I mean, this is better. You, 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 you didn't like the Batman. Okay, this Batman was better than the theatrical version. I'm a hundred percent behind that. But I thought, which granted, it's hard to ask for more out of a four-hour movie because they did so much. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but like, I didn't. It didn't resonate with me that like the Batman guilt that you're talking about. Like to me. If you if we would have had like something where like you could have seen the, like how the world was really damaged from not having Superman or you know they have like this they had a did, they had did a you cool not, did you not feel like they, they kind of like they gave the world like the world was mourning and everything else and Lois Wayne spoiler alert pregnant <laughs> like I felt like there was a lot like I felt the weight that Superman died like I and I did I felt the weight. Okay, so maybe maybe it hit on two different notes for us. Yeah, guess, I, I'm like, if you would have like given me something to like really see that the world is in shambles, Lois Lane was in shambles, sure. But like, and so was Mar- and Martha. Also, Martian Man. On a yeah, I'm like, that wasn't even Martha. <laughs> so here's like, so I have a big question, and maybe if we can actually have a comment section and we go on YouTube eventually. I, so was that? Didn't that general die in Man of Steel? General Zod? No, no, the the the, the black general that is a Martian man on the same voice and everything. Oh, Did, didn't he die in the original Man of Steel? Or am I just misremembering that? I thought so, but yeah. So was it him the whole like that? Just brought up way more questions when I saw him. He's like, "The world needs you, Lois." I'm like, "Wait, wait." I'm pretty sure you're dead, dude. And I'm like, "So you're the Martian man the whole time, and you were always alive, like." That brought it. That was the biggest plot hole. I'm like, I, I don't think you're alive. And if you were the Martian Manhunter, why were you a colonel in the army? Uh, I don't know. To me, that was just very sloppy. The whole like why he was in there and he wasn't in there enough to actually do anything. But like, he had his like yes, two little yes. scenes. Yeah, I thought that was that was sloppy. Um, Give me Green Lantern. I don't want to see Martian Manhunter. Give me the Green Lantern. Aquaman. Was better. Aquaman was awesome. Aquaman was awesome in this film. He was better. I never thought I'd ever say those words. Aquaman was awesome. Never thought me saying that. And the original Justice League, I'm like, okay, he's just some hippie dude. But they actually did a lot more 
again, more character development in this film. They stretched it out, and I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, Aquaman came out, I didn't really like that film, but I'm like, I can see where you're at, buddy. Like, I get it. He was better. He was a badass, too. <laughs> I mean, they definitely... Come on, come on, Cole. Cole, when he takes that trident and just... They definitely casted him the well. dude in front of the sky, he's like, F it. Let's go. And he searched the other dude. I'm like, all right. All right he did that in the original uh, one. He surfed him? Yeah. Pulled a Legolas with the orc? Well, it, it's still awesome. Yeah. No. <laughs> Thank God that wasn't Josh Whedon. They would have cut that out. Yeah, so that's the thing that really hit home, especially when you watch this one too, is like, it was so disjointed, and their characters were so disjointed in the first one. Really, the only character that was good in both, I would argue, would be Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman, I don't feel like suffered that much from in the original theatrical one. But all the other characters, it's like, with the storyline that Zack Snyder had, and then basically, you added very little else to it you added some funny things but you really kept the storyline the same like that was the thing that confused me is i'm like if i'm coming in there and they're like hey this movie which supposedly the who's ever in charge of reviewing this movie said it was unwatchable and that's why they got rid of Zack snyder is the rumor that i heard they said that this four-hour edition was unwatchable it's never going to work in theaters so let's bring josh whedon in and that's at least the rumor of how things went, where I'm like, if I'm Josh Whedon, I'm like, why am I taking over a movie and just like inserting brief moments of humor, kind of generally changing a little bit but of... Also, but also cutting out the characters. So Josh Whedon did the Avengers, right? Yeah. So, but he, we had so many movies building up to the characters. Off, like, I'm like, that was the big part that was missing Justice League. Like, here's Cyborg. Here's Aquaman. Here's Wonder Woman. I'm like, hey, we, remember, we know these characters, yes, but I'm like, you didn't flesh out their backstories. We had prequels up to the Avengers that made it make sense. Like, we didn't need to focus on the characters because we already had the character stories. But you don't need like, you don't need a backstory to have a good character. Like, say Black Panther. Black Panther, we got the origin story later. We just had him in the movie, and he was good. And then, like, yeah, you went and watched the backstory. About Civil War. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, with this movie... They didn't need to have a full-on backstory, but you can't take somebody's story where they had the backstory and just cut the backstory out. Like, that's where they ran into problems with the theatrical edition. They didn't didn't change the story to fit their characters. They said, oh, you have a four-hour-long, like, epic saga. Let's just chop about, yeah, two hours of it, and we'll put a half hour of our own stuff in there, and there's your two-and-a-half-hour movie, versus, like, Hey, maybe we got to rewrite the character a little bit to fit a shorter time frame. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Justice League. So, the DC. Is it even the DCU? But the Joker movie was amazing. We talked about that already. Yep. That's not part of the. Wonder Woman was a great film. I have not seen Wonder Woman 84. I haven't heard good things, but. You have? No. I've heard, like,. It's an okay movie, but, like, there is a lot of good care. Like, we love our heroes. We do. Like, you, almost a 30-year-old man, me, a 30-year-old man. (laughs) 
Like, we love our heroes. We love the stories. And I'm like, there's a lot of things here, and Avengers did it right from the from the start to the end so far. And it's like, I'm like, you can't, like, ju- that's what pissed me off the most about the original Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. It's like, hey, by the way, Batman's really old. And by the way, Batman hates Superman. I'm like, no, they were friends before they hated each other. It's like, nope, we're just going to skip that. <laughs> we're just going gonna to have Batman vs. Superman fight because that's what's important. It's like, no, you don't understand why we love these heroes. Like, why we connected with them. And I think they skipped it out. But again, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, I wanted to hate this film. I thought it was just a cash grab. Like, hey, by the way, there's no more seven-day free trial on HBO Max. You better buy that crap. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. Would I watch it again? Maybe if I have a week off and four hours to myself, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No. I, I I have Rona, so I'm quarantined right now, and I wouldn't watch it again. Don't worry. Hey, listeners, we are social distance. He's in Minnesota. <laughs> but, I'm in North Dakota. We're good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> we don't have to wear masks. It's fine. <laughs> no, but that was... Yeah, that's my thing about it is like superhero movies aren't meant to be movies that you only see once. Like superhero movies are meant to be movies that you watch and like somebody comes over and you pop it in and watch it again. Like you can have a dark movie that's rewatchable again, like the Dark Knight trilogy. Dark Knight All those is. movies are very rewatchable and they're dark where this was like, OK, it was definitely darker and better than the original, but is there anybody besides maybe you, because we wanted to do a podcast on it, that I'll be like, hey, let's watch this together. Let's watch a four-hour long, okay I, I, movie. I, felt like you, you still, I, I think if you lived in North Dakota still, we'd be like, yeah, we're going to watch this. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it again, though. Yeah. See, and I think I disagree with you slightly. Like, like I know I said, like, if I had a 10-day ten, a weekend or whatever it was, and I watched the movie, but... There are some things about this cut that I want to keep going back to. Like, like I'm not gonna lie to you. So after I finish the movie, I rewatch the scene when uh, Superman just stops at Steppenwolf and he's like, "Not impressed." I'm like, "That was the fight scenes are better." Like, there's there's a lot to come back to. I just wish they would have set it up better, where you didn't have to make a four hour movie to make it make sense. And I feel like, like that's my problem with. It. I feel like this was overly long, even for Zack Snyder. Like, you easily... Yeah, they spent 20 minutes on the credits. You... The opening credits. Like, it's like, boom, something happens. Directed by Zack Snyder. Without sacrificing... Boom, something happens. Written and directed by Zack Snyder. It's like, why, why are we still seeing credits? <laughs> Without sacrificing any of the story, this could easily be a three-hour movie. Easily. Take, take out all the slow motion, which is Zack Snyder is not fun. <laughs> take out all the slow motion. Where are we at? Probably two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like, so the beginning scene where Batman is like climbing the mountain, like, yeah, there was like seventy point. shots of him climbing this mountain. Like, I get it. You no, wanted to have no, 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 him climbing the mountain. You forget the whole pan overview where there's like, hey, there's mountains. This is really cool. Hey, Zach, can we film it? Yeah, put the camera on, dude. <laughs> Keep rolling. These are amazing mountains. <laughs> well, it's like, that, like the, the beginning. That, you sorry. easily could have had that in like a 30 second, like he's climbing a mountain. You can zoom out, show us the mountain. 
you know, we can easily get the idea we're going over the mountain. After like 15 straight minutes of mountain shots, I was like, okay, this is why this movie is four hours. Yeah, and I literally, like, during the opening credits, like, oh, I'm going to hate the crap out of this. Like, I wanted to hate it. Like, after that, I'm like, you just keep panning over, like, oh, Batman's doing thing. Oh, by the way, there's a really nice glacier over there. We should look at that. It's like, can we get to, can we get to a regularly scheduled program? <laughs> I really, like, again, I was really mad. And I think the first, the opening 15 minutes is absolutely a waste. That's what I think. Yeah. And then they actually get into the nitty gritty of it. I'm like, okay. Well, and even the stuff, like. I'm engaged. I didn't mind, but they spent too much time on it. Like, compared to the original one where uh, Wonder Woman sees the arrow on the TV, and so she's like, hey, I need to go, like, fight somebody, because whatever, and then this one, she has to go all the way there, and then she has to go in the catacombs down below, and then she has to read the story, where I'm like, I get it, it's like more of an extended cut, but, like, you spent a lot of time on this, where, yeah, what's the point of, like, shooting the arrow if she has to go there, find the arrow, put the arrow in a lock key, and then, like, read a story on the wall? Yeah, there is, I mean, there is a lot of padding in this still, like, but again, like, I think, I think the best thing that came out of this was, like, the Cyborg story. I felt like Cyborg became a way better character, someone I actually gave a shit about, compared to the first one. A little bit, but I did feel like it was a little bit of, like, a, like, they were trying really hard with Cyborg. Like, I wanted to care more about him, but I still didn't. I guess I cared. So I guess we're, we're going to come to our rankings here pretty quick. But um, although it's still listening, I mean, I guess I think I got more out of this, despite the fact I wanted to hate it, than you did. I don't know why we always have to differ. It, it's the way things are, man. <laughs> it is decided. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> so uh, how would you rank it on scale one? Uh, let's first... Let's rank the original Justice League, the first cut, and how you rank it, since we never talked about that. But obviously, we agree that the Snyder Cut is the superior film. Superior film. It's better, yes. Okay. So, how would you rate the original Justice League, scale 1 to 10? Original Justice League, I'm going to give a 6. Probably a little high for it. But, it was one of those things yeah, where... Yeah, I'm giving it a 4. I was going to say, I'm, like, I'm giving it a 4, dude. <laughs> It was one of those movies that I saw multiple times and I could sit through it. It was, you know, there was disjointed, there was there were problems I had with the movie, but the characters were still fun and it was one of those things that was like, if you don't think about it and you just accept it for its limitations, it wasn't a terrible movie. Yeah, so you gave it a, the original a six, I gave it a four, and... Yeah, there there was a lot of things in the original Justice League that made me mad. It gets a four because I just like Batman vs Superman, I was just severely disappointed. You can't bring Doomsday because of Lex Luthor, dude. Like <laughs> basic stuff. Like I'm not even a comic book nerd. I'm like, you guys are totally ruining this. <laughs> yeah. How would you rate the Snyder Cut then? You gave the original a six. I give the Snyder. I give the Snyder Cut huh? a six and a half. I give it an 8. See, the trade-off with the more fleshed-out characters, the better villain, and 
and the epilogue, which I liked, which you didn't. To me, that makes it better, but the trade-off of the four hours makes it, to me, unwatchable. Like, I'm never going to watch it again. I'm not going to recommend anybody watch it because of the length but, of time but you, but for the payoff. Six and a half. What? So would you say that the audience should rather watch the original or the Snyder Cut if they're going to watch a Justice League movie? What should they watch? They should watch the Snyder Cut. That's why I gave it a six and a half. <laughs> I thought you were going to say And nope. actually, if I, I'm going to be honest, I gave it an eight just because I want to piss Cole off. If my honest rating, it's probably a seven. Yes. So in the end, we're not that far away. I was just disappointed in, like, when I heard a four-hour movie, I was thinking, like, if you've watched, like, the Lord of the Rings extended editions, they're superior. Yes, which, they're, we, both, which we both have. Like, the originals are good, the extended editions are superior, and they add more to it, and you understand things better, and it's just like, wow, this is better. This movie could have been like that, but you get that, like, most people need to, like, have a time frame to watch it, so, you know cutting out an extra hour made sense. This movie was like, okay, it's definitely better than the original, but I don't know if it's good enough with the exchange in time. Like the, you could have easily made this movie three hours, half an hour longer than the original, and it would have been just as good. Yeah, I I think that's the biggest problem with it is that like I said, like this movie on a cinematic scale doesn't make sense. Like you can't have a four hour movie that you can go watch. And like you said, like with the Lord of the Rings, you can take stuff out, but it's way better. Like we watched the original trilogy and it's still amazing. But when you add it, it's like, it's like something else for the fans. I'm glad that Snyder finally got his vision actually put to screen. I'm happy that he finally got to finish it off. But like I said, I'm like, I think this is the end of it. And that's why it, the epilogue pissed me off a little much. Because I was like, oh, you want, you want to do Injustice Storyline, which would be amazing, but none of the actors are coming back. I so guess you kind of... The reason that the epilogue didn't disappoint me is because you don't know if it's coming back. And, like, that was his original vision. was like, this is, this is the extended universe that you get this movie in, and this is what it looks like. And so even if we never get it, I don't mind it because it's like, it gives you a glimpse into the future of this universe, even if this universe dies. It's like, sometimes you don't get the sequel that you want, but what would it look like? Not, not the sequel we want. The sequel we deserve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty close on this, but I would say, like, if you're if you're a DCEU fan, if, like, Suicide Squad made you happy, which I've actually talked to a lot of people, like, I like Suicide Squad, I'm like, I am unfriending you. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Flagg. Like, I... <laughs> like, if you do like it, I, I would say watch it. I would, just watch the Snyder Cut. If you have HBO Max or you have 15 bucks you can spend for a month, I would say watch it once. But, like, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's so many other better superhero films that I can go back to that I want to rewatch: Civil War, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Age of Ultron, anything. Like... I I don't see myself going back to this. Yeah, that's that's right where I'm at. Is I'm not mad that I watched it. And if you said like I'm real, I really like yeah, DC. I want to see this. I won't be like don't. It's just like I'm not gonna watch it with you. 
Yeah. It's like, um, you can take four hours. I'm going to go hang out with some other friends. <laughs> yeah, let <laughs> you, me know when you're done. You do you, buddy. <laughs> but um, I think I think that's all we have here. So uh, Bruising Reviews, I think it's signing off.